Braden Maynard's first action is a smother. That's his first action. So let's get that clear. The second action is to deliberately brace the shoulder, lean into the opponent in midair, who just disposed of the ball as well, boys. Let's not forget that. So he had no way in the world of protecting himself. So Gus was wide open and he's hit him in the head with enough force to knock him out. But this is the thing, and this is the most critical part of it when you strip it back to the bare bones. Once a player elects to leave the ground, you have a duty of care to any player that you might smash into as a result. So it starts as a smother and it ends as a bump. There's no ifs, there's no buts, there's no maybes. That's what happened. It starts as a smother and it ends in a bump. So Braden Maynard, a.k.a. the thug, the action ends in a bump because that's the decision that he made. He made that decision to lean in and bump him. It's irrelevant if the first action is a smother. And that's what I think people need to get through their tiny little brains at the moment. That's probably the most upsetting thing. And you can probably hear it in my voice. I'm very, I'm very emotional and I'm very upset because my, one of my favourite players, one of my favourite players has been knocked out in a very cleverly disguised, inverted commas, smother by a guy that knows exactly, exactly what he's doing. And I'm sorry, a bottle of red and a get well card isn't going to cut it. We've got a bloke that might never play the game again. It's so upsetting. It's like if Collingwood were to lose a steel side bottom or a, a Nick Dacos or a Josh Dacos or a Darcy Moore, one of their favourite sons in a similar fashion, <coughs> what do you think their outpouring of emotion would be? They'd be ropeable. They'd want to lynch the guy. They'd probably go up to the, to the interchange and point him, point at him in the way that they did with Milburn and Silvani down at Optus Oval all those years ago. So the thing that I hate about the situation is it starts as a smother and it ends in a bump and you've got fuckwit AFL media types coming out and journalists trying to defend the action. I've never been more embarrassed and ashamed of so many people in the media in the last few days, and it's very upsetting. And my heart goes out to Angus. We'll talk about what it might mean for him, but it's been nothing short of disgusting from what I've seen from Collingwood supporters in the aftermath at the game mm. and the way that Mark Robertson, John Ralph, Jay Clark, Kane Corns, Mick McGuan, Campbell Brown. It's a pretty uninspiring list of individuals, isn't it? but it's been so embarrassing to see them play down Maynard's actions. I think I'm done. I'm going to hand over the reins. I need a breather. (laughs) Scotty. So, yeah, I mean, you've said it really well. You've put it, put it all out there. I mean, in the first instance, when I saw it, I thought, nah, that's, there's nothing in that. That's, That's just him trying to spoil the ball. But then when you break it down and you see all the different camera angles, I watched it when I got home on on Thursday night. There's opportunities, and he's not the sharpest tool in the shed, Maynard, and I don't know whether his brain functions quick enough to make a split-second decision, but he made the split-second decision to turn his body and brace and bump. He had the opportunity. Gus was moving at no pace at all. He could have just put his arms up and kept them up and wrapped his arms around him. He could have done a million different things. So... 
I think the action in itself, yeah, it might not be a footy act, but the result of what's happened to a player and what it can potentially do to that player's life <laughs> is far greater than the actual footy act itself. It's it's the result is a, is a guy is knocked out. He's then stretched off the football field, and he potentially won't play again. So we're not writing him off. There's a lot of people out there in social media land saying, "Oh, you've you're retiring him even before he's retired." And AD posted something today about what Track had said, and people are like, "Oh, you're already you're already writing him off." My 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 biggest thing is, and it goes way back, and it goes deeper is. I'm getting a bit choked up, but my best mate, Macca, got, fuck, he got 10 of these hits and he's no longer with me. So Macca was our best man at our wedding and um, I just don't want to see that happen to a guy like Gus. So, fuck, I don't know why I'm so emotional about it, but I think these people out here don't understand that the head knocks on these people, like CTE is such a prevalent thing and that's why the AFL is wanting to stomp this shit out. So head knock, head, head knocks a head knock. Gus has had six of them. So I just hope to God he doesn't have any long-term effects like what my mate Macca went through. And so I think that's the enormity of it. I don't give a fuck about the footy act itself. I think it's more, we've got to think about the actual person. Like he's got another 30, 50 years of life ahead of him more. Like that's the thing that, upset me the most and it upset me the most in the stands and they had all these grubs carrying on in the crowd and they were chanting their Collingwood thing like they've just the the club Collingwood have no class like there's no class about them at all the red the bottle of red and what Maynard's done is he might think he's getting himself off the hook by doing that but the act deserves the three weeks that it was graded as and if it gets overturned, then the AFL has failed and what they're trying to do to help these people that have had serious head knocks. Like I worry for Pat McCartan, you worry for all these different players that have had so many head knocks over their over their um, careers because I've seen the ultimate price that these head knocks pay and it, it doesn't sit well with me at all. Yeah, it took your best mate away from you, Scotty. It's very... Very upsetting. It's beyond upsetting, actually. You can't really put it into words, to be frank. Um, the other thing, Caden, just before I let you go, mate, is even if, and I don't believe this is the case, but even if hitting Gus wasn't his intention, you didn't want to knock him out, you're going to get suspended if you leave the ground and you elect to bump in the second action and you hit an opponent in the head. In this climate and with everything that Scotty put so well then, with concussion protocols, potential lawsuits on the AFL's hands, you're going to suffer the consequences. It's plain and simple for me. Your thoughts? Yeah, well, I watch AFL 360 and on the couch at first crack every week, all season. I love consuming AFL media and there's, there's been like a, a very clear shift this year that there's no more accidents on the footy field. Like, um, and, and intention is is sort of removed from, from these actions, it seems. So I don't think whether he meant to do it or not is really relevant. Um, you know, he obviously did go for the smother, but everyone knows Braden Maynard. And this is why a lot of people love Braden Maynard is his ferociousness for the footy, he loves body contact and we're two minutes into a qualifying final and it's his first chance to sort of set the tone. Now, I'm not saying it was 
an absolute sniper react. I just felt like, yeah, if it was an accident, there's almost no accidents in footy anymore. So um, to me, it was it was very clearly going to end up in weeks and suspension. And oh, I just couldn't believe the, yeah, the sort of media around it or the sort of reaction around it. I understand it's uh, a very emotional sport, but I just couldn't believe how vehemently it got defended when it was pretty obvious that if you've watched any footy this year, um, they suspended acts like this all season where people didn't get knocked out, let alone like the devastating um, knockout that, that Gussie received. Like the way he was lying on the floor. Yeah, it was bad. I was sort of thinking to myself, like like if Stephen May jumped up to smother Nicky Dacos, it's early in a qualifier, lands on him like that, I felt like everyone would have gone, oh, yeah, that's definitely weeks. And the Collingwood fans would have been seething. Seething. Um, I feel I feel like we've copped it on the chin pretty well. Like it, it's a fast sport. There's split second decisions. He, he clearly was going the smother, but then on the way down, he's come down. You know, benefit of the doubt, it's an accident. But we know in AFL footy, especially in 2023, there's no accidents in footy, and you do get suspended for that. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty obvious one for, for mine, and I just can't believe the the sort of uproar. It's the, been comment, the commentary crazy. though. The commentary is coming from an age group that played through a period of time where that was the norm, but they didn't do the concussion um, concussion test. They didn't go off the ground. They didn't have these protocols. So all these people that are that are that are fighting against Maynard getting weeks and everything like that, they come from an era and an age group that they played it hard and tough, and you got hit and you got back up, but. We're so far along now. The game is as advanced as as much as people are saying it's soft. It's I don't want William to play footy if that's the result of what can happen to William on a footy field. I want I want that stopped. I think you can jump in the air if you like and do what Maynard is, does, but you don't turn to bump. Like the action was there. Like he went through the he went through the player. He could have done it differently. Mm. And there's been times throughout the year where players have. Have adapted, and you can tell in the tackles, like the sling tackles, yeah, pretty yeah. much gone now. And when they do do it, they're trying to cradle them to the ground. So the game's adapted. I, I reckon the game's twenty times faster than what it was back in the day. Um, I think, yeah, a lot of the commentary is coming from some dinosaurs that might not might might not see it the same way we do, but. I think my age group and and even your your boys' age groups coming through, like if 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 the commentators were of that age and that elk, I think they're on the same page as us. And I'm not saying it because I'm a Melbourne person. I just think the action itself is just it's a reportable offense. And I hope to God he does get what he deserves because it'll be a fast if he doesn't. Yeah, it'll be an absolute fast. He has a different option as well. Why doesn't he just put his arms stretched out, his hands yeah. stretched out, and just push Gus? Yeah. Why doesn't push he just? Him over. Why doesn't he just push him over? It's just ridiculous. I always. It's so so frustrating and so upsetting to see so many people trying trying to downplay it. And there's a part of me, Caden, that thinks the AFL and the media are trying to do that because we're in finals and we want to see the best players week in week out. Maynard is a very good player for what it's worth, and he's very important to Collingwood. And they love him and they can celebrate him and he, and he suits them perfectly. But I just, I just for the life of me, cannot get my head around why suddenly they've thrown 
the concussion protocols, the concussion discussion, the long-term side effects, the potential lawsuits that are, are probably coming for the AFL and all of the work that people in the media have done themselves to educate people about this thing, yet they want to turn, their, they want to turn a blind eye and sweep it under the carpet when it gets to finals because they want to see play, the best players playing in finals. It's just moronic. Yeah, it's almost like like all the commentary this week, it, it almost feels like people haven't watched the game for the last 18 months. Like all throughout this season, as I was saying, when I watched The Couch and I watch, you know, all, all the shows throughout the week, every week this year, uh, there's players getting suspended for bumps that didn't result in concussions. Um, there's players getting suspended for tackles that didn't result in concussions. There were sort of footy accidents that got suspended, which whether they did or didn't result in concussions. Um, I, I know you can't compare them at all, but Cosie Pickett earlier in the season flew in to Bailey Smith. He he, he went to smother. He, he tried to put frontal pressure on Bailey Smith. He jumped up so he could almost hit him in the perfect position, which was like he wanted to get his shoulder through his body and into the chest. Now, people saw that as like a real dog shot and um, like a snipe react. When I and this is with my red and blue glasses on, but um, I thought Cosie sort of uh, executed the perfect bump in terms of like he hit Bailey Smith where he wanted to hit him, which wasn't in the head and it was right to the sternum because he didn't want to get him high. And Cos got two weeks for that. It might have been three. Um, and that was a, a bump that resulted in Bailey Smith getting up and smacking Cosie on the bump. Like, it, 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 you know, Bailey Smith wasn't hurt afterwards. So we've seen throughout the year that they're getting rid of like actions where people could get hurt and they're getting rid of actions where people do get hurt. So it, it was just an obvious one for mine. I thought, you know, accident or not, um, <laughs> this is going to result in weeks. And, yeah, it's just been it, – it has been because it's finals and how important the last few rounds are and the consequences of three weeks means, you know, he's going to miss out for the rest of the season. But if this was round two or three, I th- think it would be a bit of a no-brainer that it would be two or three weeks.